What is up, everybody? Robbie here with Bottle and Bearded. Today I'm joined with Jacob and our special guest, Chris Young Fuego. Young Fuego. Fuego. Yes, sir. Young Fago Cola. That is gamertag. Fago Cola. That's what we're we're going with. So, what is up, everybody? Episode three, the first official episode three of the Bottle and Bearded ever, because this is a new thing that we've created. So today. One of the things we're going to start with is something that we've all at least watched, and it was a question by Ryan on our Facebook page. He asked us to kind of compare the book to the movie on Ready Player One. I have read the book, seen the movie, these two have seen the movie, so we will just kind of play off of each other a little bit. Jacob, go first. What did you like about the movie? I liked it all. I remember after watching it, you know, of course, I was like, I wish we had something like this in real life, but I mean, I know we're years away from anything like that. Right. I mean, I do own virtual reality, but it's nothing like that. Not, so. not even close. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? Um, one thing I really liked about the movie, and this was actually something that we had talked about before, um, the CGI element was obviously a huge thing right, in the movie, right, right. but it didn't feel overdone. It looked kind of like, whoa, like, this looks pretty good. It's not just kind of like in your face, like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like obviously, obviously like, Yeah, it's obviously not, not Hobbit bad, but bad CGI. But yeah, this was good. My take on it is the book, if, if you haven't read the book, if you enjoy reading, if you can read, um, I would say read the book. The book, to me, was a lot better than the movie. The movie was still good. They had, obviously, you can't fit an entire book into a movie. We've even seen it with Harry Potter, which is the best book to movie adaptation we have. Uh, Ready Player One is the same way. Obviously, they had to leave a lot of stuff out of it. The movie, we were a little bit left, a little bit lackluster on the character development. The books were able to explain a lot of, you know, Artemis backstory, Percival's backstory. Uh, was it M? Yeah, yeah, yeah. H. 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 I knew it was. Yeah, we, could go down, we could go down the, the alphabet and, and figure out which one. <laughs> but, like, you got a lot more backstory and, like, what they were trying to do to get the egg. There was, there's a lot more detail in the book, and you get to, to meet a lot of other characters that weren't introduced uh, in the movie. So, Ryan, we all like the movie. Um, I'm hoping you read the book. If you did read the book, I'd love to kind of talk to you about it in the, the comments and see what your favorite parts are. But to me, book is better. And it always is um, in the case of book-to-movie adaptations. My favorite part in the whole movie is uh, when they get to the big fortress for the 66ers. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, the Sixers. Basically, they're... they're you know, they rallied up their troops and they start to charge in. That's always my favorite part, isn't it? Big the, battle. The, the big battles are always oh, a cool yeah. part. I, I just, the Easter eggs in that movie just never cease to. Right. Every time you watch it, there's always something new. You, oh, yeah. you always find something different. You know, seeing, you know, Deathstroke, seeing uh, Battletoads, uh, <laughs> Iron Giant. Just so much of my childhood crammed into it. My, one of my favorite parts is when he's in the DeLorean driving around. Oh, yeah. And, um,. He grabs the Chucky, yeah, and he just throws the Chucky doll like it's a grenade, <laughs> and it you know goes on the killing spree like you know Chucky normally does. Um, great movie, great book. They did a really good job with it. I even own some of the pop figures uh, mm-hmm. from it, so uh, we enjoyed it. We'll move on to our next topic, which is the Xbox 
Xbox Series X. Name? I would actually prefer Scarlet, Xbox Scarlet or whatever. Microsoft has never been great with their names. Uh, we've seen that with the Xbox One X. You know, the design, design looks pretty cool. I mean, it's just a square, about that big. It's, it's kind of the same as it already is. Well, a box. It, I mean, it's it's a box, but it's not the the box yeah, like yeah. this. It's a box like this, but it's like <laughs> that. Um, it's a tower. Right. Now, I looked up and I saw what they're estimating the price is going to be. It's going to be between four ninety nine and five ninety nine. That's what they're looking at. And there's going to be, you know, kind of like the Xbox One uh, X and the S. Like, there's going to be a cheaper version most likely that's going to be available what do you guys think of it looking at the name looking at the design clearly they're just you know probably gonna up the graphics card as usual hopefully they don't uh make it where you know you have to have twice as much storage as we already need now to do games but i know with all the graphics in right. today's day and age you need the space but you know what i mean yeah oh yeah um i think my biggest thing is looking at it design wise i really <clears throat> like just kind of like the like how it's, it looks a tad bit smaller than from what we're used to, at least if not width-wise, you know, it might we're be a little bit taller. Brick. Yeah, um, and of course that takes up a lot of space, but if, if it really is, I don't know how big it is, like, you know, in person, I'm sure it'll be a little bit bigger than you expect it to be, but it just, if it is that small and simplistic. It would be nice to have something more portable. Yeah. See, and if it's what I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking it's probably gonna be about yeah. that tall. Yeah. I know my entertainment system, is not going to be able to hold it, so it's going to have to be like right beside my entertainment. And that's one of the concerns I have is because I like to have, if you go into my game room, you see I have my Xbox here, my PlayStation here, the home part of my Wii U there. I like to have stuff in a certain place, so I'll have to remove the Xbox Series X and just kind of put it off to the side. Now, I did a lot of reading earlier this week on what to expect from the Xbox, and we'll call it Xbox X. Uh, it's gonna have, it's, it's gonna rival some gaming computers, uh, which means that this is gonna be one of the most powerful consoles that we've had. Uh, you know, Xbox One X was able to go ahead and jump into the 4K, uh, element of gaming and we're going to see a lot more of that moving into the Xbox Series X. It's going to be able to do things that we did not even think possible. I know when Holly walks in and sees me playing on my Xbox One, she's like, oh my gosh, these look like real people. When we get to the Xbox X, it is going to actually probably look like exactly real people. It's going to be beautiful like the graphics card. Uh, they're using now in the Xbox One X. It's going to be two, two, at least. It's going to be a different brand of video card, but it's going to. It's like supposed to be like ten times better than the other one. The amount of tech that they're putting in this is super expensive. But Phil Spencer, which is the the head of Microsoft or the Xbox part of Microsoft, said that he's not going to. It's not going to be a very pricey uh, because with the Xbox One they kind of messed up with the launch of it. The PS4 was much cheaper, and so obviously the PS4 sold like hotcakes. Uh, so I'm excited to see. I've always been an Xbox fanboy. Um, I know you've had an Xbox for a brief period of time of the Xbox One, and you didn't. I had 360 when I first came out, or not when I first came out. That was my first uh, 
like next gen systems when right. 360 came out and I actually had an Xbox One up until we moved and then I switched over to PS4 because all my friends played X or PS4 and then I got a PS4 and now my friends play Xbox. I guess that's just that, how that crumbles. That is how it rolls. I ended up having to get both systems because a lot of my friends <clears> moved <throat> over to Xbox, which I was fine with, but then a lot of my other friends and a lot of my family are playing on PlayStation. So, you know, when one side is not playing that night, I always at least have the other side that I can hop on and, you know, I still remember the bundle it came with. I got Evolve and like all the other new games when it started and paid way too much for it. <laughs> That's usually usually <laughs> how it rolls. Um, so, does anybody have anything else to say on the Xbox Series X? I haven't really looked much into it just because, you know, I'm happy with my PS4 right now, so I haven't really delved into the PS5 either, so. Right, Al, and it looks <laughs> like. still got a few years to go, uh, or is it coming out next year? December of 2020. Okay, so, so we still got some time. We still have some time, but it'll probably, um, if my finances allow it, uh, I will have one December of 2020. Uh, you know, there's just gonna be, I have the original Xbox One, which means I have to keep deleting games in order to play other games, which is not very fun. Uh, same thing on my PS4. Yes, sir. I've thought about buying a hard drive for each one, but I'm like, I literally have a year till the new one comes out. There's no use in buying a hard drive. So that was a fleeting thought. Uh, so 2020, December 2020, the future of gaming will be upon us. And I am excited to to be able to dive into that. And speaking of the future of one of my favorite games, Bioshock will be coming out with a new game. Uh, Bioshock is one of those games where I grew up playing it. It was so scary I could not play it at night. Uh, it took me a while to be able to work up to playing it at night. I once all the jump scares, because if you've never played Bioshock, which, did you play Bioshock? I'm in the first one, trying to work through them now. So. Right. Bioshock takes place in this underground, under underwater city, and, you know, you're, it shows that you've crashed in a plane, you go to this light tower, and it turns out it's not what it seems. You go down, and you're fighting all these people that's all hyped up on, um, not plasma, it's... Whatever it is, it gives them ability. They can shoot fire, they can shoot ice, uh, plasmoid or something like, like that. And, you know, some they're able to throw bees at people. Like, you have all these different abilities, but it also, it affects people in a different way. Like, you see a lot of these, lack for better word in the real world, these crackheads running around. That's essentially <laughs> what they are. They are ability having crackheads. Um, if you are a crackhead and I offended you, I apologize. That's not what I was meaning to do. But there's no better way to explain what it is. Um, now, you've played it and you've played it a little bit. What's your take on, on Bioshock and them getting a new game in the series? So, to start, you're a much bigger man than me because when that game came out, I, I'm obviously a lot younger than you guys, or a little bit younger. About to say, I first played it, you know, you see the lady who's talking to her gun into her carriage and I have a wrench and I hit her in the face and I was like, I'm gonna wait to play this because it was like, you know, 10 o'clock at night, I was like, uh-uh. Oh, okay, no, hey, 
<laughs> it, it took me a while, and that was one of the, the big moments. It's like you see this lady; she's like this baby stroller. She's tucking it in, talking to it, Gucci Gucci Goo. You kill her, and it looks, and she's talking to a pistol. Uh, that's how crazy these people are. Uh, but I am actually really excited. I've played the whole series, and you know, Bioshock Two. You know, kind so, of not with the greatest, but you go back yeah, to and, Atlantis. But it was really cool to just kind of go through the series, and even in Bioshock Infinite, you know, the DLC, you come back to the origin. You know, how did this happen? Because you know, there's just kind of a related story to it. You're just kind of underwater right. in the city, and in the Bioshock Infinite DLC, it actually kind of gives you some background to it. So I'm kind of interested to see where they go with it from here. Right. So in the new Bioshock, it is not going to be made by the same person, and his name is escaping me. Me and Nick Caputo was talking about him on our Facebook page. He is not going to be over it like he was for the original Bioshock trilogy. So it is going to be a new, I think it's Cloud something. It's going to be the uh, people that are making the new Bioshock. But what's good about that is a lot of the game designers that were in the original Bioshock games are part of this uh, development group. And so they're going to be making the new Bioshock. Uh, not to spoil anything for you, Jacob, because I know you played, but would you kindly tell me your take on uh, on your Bioshock experience? Oh, from uh, my perspective, it's just uh, like a first-person shooter so far, from what I've seen. Yeah. I've seen the, the big guy a couple times. And big Daddy. Oh, big Daddy. Other than that, I haven't uh, gotten much into it. It's been a while since I played it because I have, I bought the uh, like the trilogy yeah. through the PlayStation. So Xbox 360 graphics are not the best nowadays <laughs> since we're playing with uh, Xbox Ones and PS4s and all that good stuff. But it is a game that I highly recommend you go ahead and play through. It is a beautiful game. The story you would actually understand why I told you which you kindly because uh, that is a big part of the game because you have. The, the the big puppeteer of Atlantis and he's like would you kindly do this would you kindly do that would you kindly do this and it's a big part of the, of the video game I don't want to spoil it for you uh, even though the game is like 10 years old uh, play it beat it devour it it is great so Bioshock 3 not Bioshock 3 that's already out. Bioshock <laughs> Infinite. But uh, the new Bioshock game, not sure when it's supposed to be coming out, but uh, it's supposed to be great, and I really I can't wait to play it. Uh, so we're going to skip on in. First movie topic, Ghostbusters Afterlife. What are your thoughts about that? Uh, well, I like Paul Rudd a lot. Paul Rudd is the kid from Stranger Things. I never remember his Wolf, name. Wolfhart. What, yeah, Wolfhart. Let's say, I'm about to say Wolfgang, Wolf something. Wolfhart. Yeah. yeah. So I know it'll be funny because those two characters. He's got such a B.A. last name. That is the coolest last name. He's in a band, too. I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Paul Rudd and him, I'm sure they'll combine to make some funny parts right. in it, of course. Can't wait to see what kind of effects they'll add into it and everything right. like that. So with all the advancements we've had since the last Ghostbusters. Right, and it's funny because they said, yeah, there hasn't been any ghost sightings in 30 years, which is funny because they did make the Ghostbusters <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah. McCarthy yeah. on them. <laughs> They're just like, we're just going to erase this and say it didn't happen. I did watch it. If it was not a Ghostbusters movie, it would have been funny. I just didn't care for the movie. But uh, I'm excited to see where they're going to take it. Like you said, you know, if you take what they, how the ghost and everything looked in the new Ghostbusters movie, 
with Melissa McCarthy and all them, it was really cool. It was just not the Ghostbusters that I cared for. Uh, so if you take the Ghostbusters of old, up it with today's CGI and everything like that, I think we are ex- going to be excited. Yeah, it's going to be a great show. Uh, when they, when he pulled, whenever he took the cover off and it showed the Ecto-1, I was like, oh. And then you hear him driving around here, and it was beautiful. I loved it. I can't, I can't get enough of it. Um, not really trying to sing a Tim McGraw song, but I liked it. I loved it. I want some more of it. Chris? Uh, yeah, I've, I've always liked Ghostbusters, and kind of what you guys were saying is I'm really excited to see what they can do with it because with what the, we have nowadays, it just seems like a possibility to right? list, and they can right. really make some cool things. And, you know, it's the same. Hopefully it's, you know, true to the same Ghostbusters we all kind of laugh and have fun with. Right, and uh, if, if you notice, there's a lot of little Easter eggs uh, in the trailer. I'm trying to remember his name. He's the super tall guy with the, the glasses. He was the scientist oh. uh, in the original Ghostbusters. And I, I don't know why in front of camera. I can't remember either. It yeah. always draws a blank. <laughs> I know you're talking about but, stuff. But, you know, in the original Ghostbusters, you know, he talks when he's trying to talk to the girl. He talks, you know, I collect spores and other samples. When they go into the basement, that's who the house belonged to. Because you see the spores and the molds and different things like that. Uh, I think that's who his name is. But anyway, so a lot of tie-ins to the old Ghostbusters because obviously uh, Finn's whoever Finn is playing is the grandson of one of the Ghostbusters. So it's exciting to see what is to come of the series. A game that I'm excited for to finally be coming to other consoles besides just the PS4 is MLB The Show. Because Microsoft, uh, Xbox, for all the games that they have, the game that has been the most lackluster is always their baseball games. You have... Uh, the RBI game, I mean, it's just, it's not the same as the MLB The Show. MLB The Show is just such a polished baseball game, and even if you don't like baseball a whole lot, you can still enjoy the game. Am I right, Jacob? Oh, yeah, because I have it on PlayStation, and uh, I've done a road to the show. Uh, I got recruited by a team in Birmingham. I don't remember the name because I haven't played it since it came out, but... It was a good game, you know, graphics are great. Right. I enjoyed the gameplay, because I played, well, I think the last show I played before that was on PSP, because, <laughs> you know, it's been a while, so I decided to get it, and it was really good, and I, I really enjoyed creating my character and everything like right. that, so. And that's that's the part, like, I always, you know, in the Madden games, I always create my own character mm-hmm. and like to go through that, to do that in baseball, and there's one team that I want to get drafted to, obviously, I'm a big Atlanta Braves fan, but I'll go play whoever. But there's a minor league league team in Montgomery, and I, if I get drafted, whoever the affiliate of the Montgomery Biscuits are, I want to be a Montgomery Biscuit. Uh, that's, that's always been. I got the Wahoos as a minor league team, but my second favorite is the Montgomery Biscuits because who doesn't like biscuits, right? <laughs> um, so the reason we're talking about it is because Sony is not going to be as uh, stingy with the rights to MLB The Show. They are going to offer it up uh, to other consoles. And we saw uh, Phil Spencer over at uh, Xbox, Microsoft, 
retweet it and saying, you know, finally. And then we had Nintendo retweet it as well, which also makes you think it's going to be coming to the Switch as well. So to have it on the holy trinity of game gaming consoles, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch is going to be awesome. Uh, I, I've always enjoyed baseball, and to finally be able to play a good baseball game uh-huh. is something that I'm super excited for. What are your thoughts, Chris? Um, speaking of that, it, that's kind of my biggest thing, is this one thing that gets to me is, you know, with how things are progressing nowadays, it's kind of like, you know, it's getting to the point of like cross-play. You know, I would right. love, I have friends who play Xbox, I have friends who play Switch, I would love to be able to play a PlayStation-specific game with them, you know, because MLB is a very good game. Right. I mean, the career mode, the road to the show, is one of the best career modes in a sports game I've played, you know, ever. And it would just, it's really kind of opening doors, and it's, you know, I'd love to be able to play, you know, my, you know, your pro team versus theirs, like, friends right. of other systems, not just, you know, PlayStation people. And you look at the the game Smite. Uh, Smite is cross-play, and um, me and my Xbox friends played with Trevor uh, and Brandon on the PlayStation. Trevor's my little brother. Brandon is his best friend. So obviously we can't be in a party together to listen to each other, but we can talk through game chat and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, so it is crossplay is becoming something that is going to be awesome. I and I know PlayStation was extremely late to the game of crossplay, uh, like they normally are. PlayStation is a great company. Don't get me wrong. I love PlayStation. I love them. I love my PlayStation, but. Everybody can agree when it came to crossplay, they were like, as if I ain't doing this. <laughs> and now that everybody's doing it, they're like, well, I guess I'll do it if if I have to. Like, yeah. So I'm excited to see where crossplay is going. I'm super excited to see MLB the Show uh, coming to other systems, minus just PlayStation, The Matrix. The Matrix 4, you know, starring Keanu Reeves, is also coming out on the same day as John Wick, John Wick starring Keanu Reeves. So, uh, I have actually only watched the first John Wick. I know, shame on me, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> but I have watched all the Matrixes, played all the Matrix games. I love The Matrix. Uh, it is one of my... One of my favorite movies, uh, obviously, the second Matrix, and not the greatest, but I still enjoy it. Uh, so we're getting a new Matrix. We're getting a new John Wick. They're coming out on the same day. So what what do you guys think that that does for, for Keanu? Uh, I think it'll uh, make him a lot more money. I say he's going to be making back. I mean, anything I've seen him in, you know, it hasn't been, you know, a dud or anything. Right. All, everything I've seen him in was good. I mean... I've seen him in a couple cameos of movies that were good, but, you know, they had him play, like, a weird character. But, right. I mean, his, his movies that, you know, he's the star in, I've never been disappointed, so. And what, what a time to be alive to where the same, the same month you're going to be competing with yourself in another movie. Like, <laughs> it doesn't happen often, so that, it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, Chris, what are what are your thoughts on the new Matrix or the new John Wick or both? It's really season of Keanu because you know he's got these two movies coming out. Don't forget, we got Cyberpunk coming out too. Right, the Keanu video is a big big role in that. But um, no, I really am excited for the Matrix. Um, I you know it's came out a little bit before I did, but you know I really enjoyed it. It's one of my mom's favorite movies, and I used to watch it growing right. up. And I just 
you know, I saw this thing a little while ago, and, you know, it was a question. It was like, what movie or video game could you experience for the first time, like now, like you've never seen it before? And The Matrix is one of my top choices just because the first time seeing it, it's such a, like, you know, what's happening, what's going to happen, and none of the pieces fit together until kind of later on. And it's like, right. wow, like it just comes to such a beautiful, like, just a great movie to watch. And, I mean, it just kind of plays into the, you know, being woke you know, because obviously Keanu's character had to be woke because he was in a computer program. <laughs> uh, so once he was woke, uh, he was able to, you know, kind of take down the big bad company, you know, the the agents, Mr. Anderson, right. been able to, to be able to find them, to be able to see him in the John Wick, like the first John Wick, I love the movie. It was it was super cool. I will say the hardest part of the first John Wick was seeing the Mayhem guy from the Allstate commercials. Seeing him in any role besides Mayhem, uh, just kind of, <laughs> I look at him, I was like, I can't take you seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, it, it, it's hard. But it was a great movie. I'm sure the new John Wick will be just as good as others because, I mean, John Wick 2, you know, I thought it was, you know, uh, up to par with the first one and then right. the third one you know normally a lot of times you see a sequel here lately you know I've seen sequels and they don't meet the hype of the first movie right. but John Wick you know it stayed true John Wick 3 you know I think it was just as good if not a little better than the first two but I mean they were still all good so I can't say they were bad at all right yeah so. it's it's just that they were just that much better than oh, the yeah. other ones they're not saying that they're bad oh yeah uh, which kind of moves us to our our uh, our other topic. I won't have much to say, which is a shocker because you know I'm a talker. I can talk about anything. We're going to talk a little bit about they're going to talk a little bit about Death Stranding. I know that it is a game uh, where Norman Reedus, uh, Walking Dead, if, if that's what you know him from, uh, he plays this character. Uh, beyond that, I do not know much about the game. It's just I watched the trailers. It just never really did it for me. Uh, I guess is the word, like for a better word. Oh, yeah. So Jacob's been playing it. Uh, he's kind of dove into it. So what are you, what are your thoughts? Oh uh, well, I'll just start out on how uh, basically I came across it. So I'm sure everybody that's into gaming has probably seen. The advertisements for it on Facebook or whatever else. You know, I never really saw anything else about it other than on Facebook. So I watched the trailer, you know, watched a short bit of gameplay without, you know, ruining anything for me. Right. So I decided to take one for the team, buy the game, and uh, I've actually really enjoyed it. I've uh, made it through several major checkpoints now. Basically, you know, you're in a post-apocalyptic America. They're trying to salvage the country, but instead of, you know, uh, United States, it's United Cities. Hmm. So basically, you know, the population of humanity has basically survived and formed, you know, their own unions known as cities, which yeah. it is cities. And there's these creatures and a terrorist group that basically can somehow control them and uh, is basically trying to keep them from fulfilling their objective that they're trying to do. So basically, you know, you're just trying to make it across America and link these countries through a network which will basically help them you know rebuild yeah i just don't want to ruin anything else for it so i'll leave it as it is you know i just wanted to give everybody basically a 
the gist of it, you know, how it goes, and if anybody else is curious about it, I definitely say you should pick it up, give it a go. It's a great game. Uh, graphics are beautiful. The map is huge. It's got great terrain, you know, good scenery. So if you think that might be for you, then give it a good check out. Just kind of give you a heads up. We did have our camera cut off. So if this doesn't line up perfectly to where we left off in the new one, I just want y'all to think, wait, what, what just happened? It, like, it was <laughs> a glitch in the Matrix. Like, oh, man, I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Chris, have you played any Death Stranding or have you... What, what do you know about it? You know, um, obviously know more than a yeah. naked Norman and a baby. Um, I haven't played it at all, but um, <laughs> it did, well, me and my best friend call it pulling an apex because it was kind of like, you know, normal day and the next thing you know, bam, it's just Death Stranding. And I remember, you know, I'm on YouTube and next thing you know, I watch a lot of like, you know, reviews and all right. that stuff. That's all my feed is, you know, Death Stranding, you know, is it good? Game of the year, question mark, all these different things. And of course, I always see a picture of a baby in my yeah, and that, that confuses Yeah, and so and Norman's naked. You know, I did my did a lot of research on it, and I've talked to Jacob a lot about it. You know, we were both kind of like, you know, is it worth it? You know, there's not much crowds besides, oh, it's an amazing game, but it's just kind of like, where did it come from? It just kind of came out of nowhere. And it definitely, I've dived into it, seen a lot of videos on, you know, gameplay and how it works. And I think, you know, from what I've seen, the story of it is really good, and the gameplay seems really fun. Um, I was worried it would be one of those, like, full cinematic game and you're basically just sort of playing inside of a movie but it seems and from what Jacob's told me you know it's really kind of half and half there's a right. lot of cinematic elements but you still get to do a lot yourself as the gameplay so it's it's you get to do a lot it's not like oh, yeah. a telltale game yeah. where it, you just go and you move to one spot oh, yeah. and click a button and then it does what it's going to do yeah. also it's not necessarily mobile it's not multiplayer but I mean it's very interactive with other players because it's hooked up through the world of the game so right. basically you know, you build a bridge going over like a big river or anything, it's going to be there for someone else's world. And it'll have their name, you know, their tag, and say, so-and-so built this. You can actually, while you're walking on it, like spam the touchpad and give them a like, mm. showing that, you know, it was useful. Or you could leave a generator to power their equipment or whatever else. So What if I destroyed it? <clears throat> I don't think you could do that, but <laughs> you could try. Can I take a dookie on it? Man, you could pee on it. Oh, you can? Yeah, you can pee on the game. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to find a bridge Spoiler. to it, man, and I'm just going to video myself. <laughs> hey, Jacob, <laughs> look what I'm doing. <laughs> um, probably when it gets cheaper, or actually, you bought it on PlayStation, didn't you? You have it too, sir. We game share. free. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, now that it's free, I'll probably play it uh, just to kind of get a better, a, more of an enlightened understanding of the game other than Naked Norman and a baby. <laughs> Because, uh, like I said, that's really, I know who makes it, I, but other than that, I know that it was a terrorist group. Other than that, that's my very limited knowledge, and I'm glad I could do that for you, uh, YouTube. Uh, that's, what, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, last topic that I have uh, is the Mortal Kombat game and the movie. Obviously, we know Mortal Kombat comes out every year with a game. Uh, the game is, I played the last one, I usually play the story and try to do the, the tower. You have a lot of really cool characters that are being introduced to it. Uh, something that I'm super excited about is the movie wrapped up its filming, which means we're going to have a new Mortal Kombat movie, which is something that I'm excited for because as bad as they are, <laughs> I love the Mortal Kombat movies. I even... 
and I know it's going to be hard to believe you two, I like the second Mortal Kombat movie with the horrible CGI, him <laughs> turning into a dragon. Like, it is god-awful, but I love it. I love every horrible minute of that movie. Uh, and I don't know, don't know why. I can't tell you. I just sometimes like bad movies. Uh, that, that's what it all boils down to. Uh, I know you said you haven't played a lot of the recent games, but you have at least seen the movies, correct? I saw, I think, the first movie when they're, you know, learning everything and training together. Right, yeah. And Raiden, their little uh, dispute against each other. Right. Yeah. Raiden's always been one of my favorite characters, you know. I think it stems off of my, uh, my love of Thor, because obviously lightning and all that fun stuff but uh and you said you have played some of the Mortal Kombat games in the past uh yeah well, I think I've played them whether it be on a, like an arcade or right. somebody else's house oh the yeah. old school arcade one yeah, yeah that's that's going back a little bit <laughs> but they're super fun games uh, I have them on my Xbox if you ever want to play them and get a taste of the story uh, I know the last one that came out was a lot of uh, I'm about to use a Doctor Who reference a lot of timey-wimey stuff going on with it uh, which kind of plays pretty cool into it like you're going up against this like Kronos character uh, there's this woman who's like trying to f make her own timeline and it's using all the bad people uh, to do this and I'm pretty sure if I remember right she brought me back and she hit me with a dinosaur that was probably my favorite part of the game is getting hit or I think I got knocked into a dinosaur can't remember but there was a dinosaur and it was awesome and I enjoyed it um, <laughs> so the new game is coming out sooner than what we expected it to um, I don't not 100% sure on the actual release date of it but we know every year that there's a Mortal Kombat game coming out so Chris thoughts on the game or the movie or both uh, well, I'm, for one, excited for both. I'm really excited for the game. Um, I've played Mortal Kombat every year since I've been able to <clears throat> in Tana Main. I do play ranked a lot. Okay. I like I like fans. Um, if not, I play Reptile sometimes because, um, you know, he's not as cool as before where you have to unlock him. Now you just get him. No more, you know, uppercuts on that weird stage with the spiky spikes. Um, as for the movie, I am excited for the movie. Um, I'm kind of the same way as you are. I think it's just the whole like idea of Mortal Kombat. No matter how bad it is, I just like, I love the movies. I, I just can't get enough of them. And, and I mean, it is because you go into a different realm. You're, you know, you're seeing Goro, this gigantic beast of a man with uh, six, not four, four arms. I was going to say six appendages. <laughs> but uh, then you also have Lady... Gore, I cannot. Shiva. Shiva. <laughs> you, got, you got Kentaro, the Tiger Goro. Right, I mean, there's just, there's so many interesting characters. Uh, Kung Lao, which was my main, I loved playing with him. Uh -huh. uh, Jax, uh, so, like, just their stories themselves are awesome. Where they came from, you know, what they're doing and everything uh -huh. like that. You know, Katana has always been a super awesome character. And <laughs> Raiden. Like I said, he's my favorite. He's probably the, the coolest one. Uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat. We're getting the reboot. We're getting the, the movie the fans deserve. There was actually a bunch of people who kind of produced it. It was like, 
it didn't go to theaters. It was just on Blu-ray, and it was like a series of episodes. Um, I actually bought it on Blu-ray, and it is actually really good. It's like up with the times and CG, and the graphics are just so good. Um, it, obviously, it's Mortal Kombat. I cannot remember the name. Like I said I bought it like three or four years ago. But there is a TV show type thing that is out on Blu-ray. If you see it, come across it, buy it if you love Mortal Kombat. So does anybody have any topics that we did not discuss that they want to talk about? Well, my biggest thing is I've, I think one thing I kind of want to, you know, touch on is kind of like what we know of the Xbox Series S versus PlayStation 5, because from what research I've done, I've looked into both, I'm excited for both, and I really kind of want to see, you know, I'm ready to see what's going to be done, because of course they're always going to try to outdo each other. Right. What's going to be done to outdo each other, you know, I've read up on the PlayStation 5 controllers, and how they're doing all this intricate triggers and bumpers and all these things. Like the triggers are gonna react differently, you know, whether how hard they're out of push, whether you're driving on a dirt road versus a regular road, or, you know, these different things. I've even seen rumors of patents for a play, I can't remember what they called it, but basically it's like an Alexa for PlayStation. So it's supposed to be from, you know, the speculation is gonna be, you know, built into where you can be like, hey, PlayStation, you know, do this, do that. Kind of like they did with the, you know, where you can use your mic to do it, but a version of it's not absolutely terrible, like the one they have for PlayStation 4. Yeah. They have one for Xbox, and it's Cortana. Yeah. Well, she ticks me off. I'll be playing a game, and I'll be like, like, we'll be playing Smite or something, where like, I'm like, hey Willis, let's attack that guy, and as I'm going to attack the guy, Cortana's like, what can I help you with? And she takes <laughs> up my entire screen, I'm like, stop! Go yeah. back! I'll just be sitting there, not even talking, you know, just looking at something on Facebook or something, and... <laughs> my PlayStation just be like, what do you need? Yeah, I'm used to your headset. I'm and like, oh, what? <laughs> or I'm playing, you know, Borderlands. Woo! There you go. And I'm, and I'm stopping and I have a guy right in my sights. I'm getting ready to fire and then Cortana's like, how can I help you? And then I look back and he's going. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I hope that they have a better, whatever, like, we'll call it Cortana yeah. or whatever the play voice to react or whatever let's hope that they're better than the ones in the xbox one and the playstation 4 right now because they are annoying and i want to kill them <laughs> i'm excited about the graphics um, actually because right. something you said earlier you know it's supposed to at least the xbox x is going to compete hopefully you know supposed to compete with like higher end gaming computers and that is you know interesting to me because i have a high-end gaming computer you know it's few grand worth of parts right. and it's something you got to put new parts in every year and i mean a graphics card now a good one you know you can look at the two three hundred dollars just for that so to see that in something that's not expensive is going to be kind of cool to me because i know even with what i have now i'm constantly having to put new parts in it and i'm constantly adding on to that total whereas this would just be one price not even that expensive and something you can really keep for a very long time if you take care of it and you just got to think not only are the graphics cards going to be good processors, everything like that in the in the Xbox, you're getting literally probably two to three thousand dollars worth of Easily. tech into a five to six hundred dollar console, which is That's also this big, you know. Right. My computers uh, at least like this. I know me and Nick were were talking about it and that I wasn't sold. The more I look at it, the more I think that it is a better design than the Xbox One X because like it is literally a giant freaking brick uh, is what the the Xbox One is right now. Uh, so I any anything that can change it up from that because I feel like 
you know, the Xbox 360 was, you know, way, you know, way sleeker, way, you know, way sexier. And then you get the, the right. <laughs> and, and then you kind of go back to the original Xbox with the design of just a giant box. Now we got a little smaller of a cube. So I'm excited to see what they're going to do there and, you know, be able to see more of it and see what, you know, what it's pushing. Because, um, you know, 4K gaming is the future. I have a 4K TV that I'm not even able to fully tap into until I get this new system. I have one, but I don't know about it yet. <laughs> Santa! <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking around. If you do like this video, please share, subscribe, like, uh, poke, whatever whatever we do on MySpace. And if you don't oh, have any topics you'd like us to cover, feel free to put it in the comments. Yeah, uh, I know we did it with Ryan. That's something that we might be adding uh, to future episodes. So please let us know what you want us to talk about. We'll put it down here. Uh, and anytime you want us to talk about something on the podcast, like a topic that's coming out, send it to our page. We'll look at it. We'll add it uh, to our little little note page, and then we'll get it. We'll get it talked about. So once again, thanks guys for stopping by. This has been Robbie and Jacob and Chris. Have a great day.